Welcome to another edition of the Nightly Nugent. Ted, we've had a heck of a week, and I'm going to try to tackle a couple of topics with you today. And I want to start almost where we left off last night. You mentioned um, Sergeant Dan Perry. You mentioned the rancher down south that's, you know, both been arrested. Um, I think it's worth mentioning uh, Daniel Penny, uh, the Marine, that uh, he spoke for the first time this week, came out on video and said he feared for his life. He feared for the lives of the women and children on the uh, on the subway, on the train when he subdued the attacker. Everyone's making a big to do out of the fact that uh, Mr. Penny is white. Um, the attacker was black and they seem to think this was a racially motivated situation when the majority of the people there on the train were it was mixed races. To, he says himself that he didn't see color. He saw a threat. And um, if we are going to go on to the topic of color, one of the women that were on the train uh, that was probably saved by Mr. Penny's heroic actions came out just days after it happened and lauded him as a hero. So I want to get your take on that before I move on to uh, Mr. Anderson Cooper and CNN. And, uh, CNN. But uh, what's your take on that Daniel Penny situation? Well, Daniel Penny is a hero. He's a United States Marine Corps warrior, and he did the right thing. Once again, our society and our so-called justice system, which is actually an anti-just system, they actually condemn good doers and support evil doers. I don't believe there's any color consideration whatsoever when someone sees something dangerous going on. This this United States Marine Corps hero, he acted on pure instinct and he saved people's lives. He could have given a rat's ass about anybody's color, but if you want to be racist and consider color instead of content of character, like the media and big tech and Anderson Cooper and certainly the court systems of New York and Mayor Adams and then and the prosecutors, they're the racists. They're identifying color of skin. What's his first name? Is it Dan Perry? Uh, Daniel Penny. Dan Penny. Daniel Penny. Daniel Penny acted on pure good over evil instinct. He didn't care who he was stopping from an evil, dangerous attack. He didn't care who the victims might have been. He was stopping an evil act and protecting innocent life. Anybody that references a color to such a moment is the racist. And remember, New York City is controlled by Democrats. It's controlled by a black mayor, a black chief of police, a black prosecutor, a black DA. And they're the ones who literally are celebrating the engineered recidivism that the, put the people on that subway in danger that day. It, this is literally planet of the serpents, where good is condemned and evil is celebrated. So, uh, uh, Mr. Penny, we salute you. And America has, has spoken. They have raised millions of dollars for his defense. But what a horrific moment in America when we have to literally defend a man against a charge of murder or manslaughter, when by all considerations, he did the right thing. He should be considered a hero. Do you think there's any coincidence, Ted, that the same DA, Alvin Bragg, that brought these charges is the same DA that prosecuted Donald Trump? 
Bragg got his gig because of the color of his skin, not the content of his character. I would rather leave comment to my hero, the great Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock has a Blaze TV uh, and a radio show. And as a black man, he is horrified that everything from the Democrat Party, everything from the left is always about race. Good doesn't have a color. Evil doesn't have a color. Good is when you can conduct yourself in an honorable, law-abiding way. Evil is when you jeopardize innocent lives. It is no coincidence that Alvin Bragg and Mayor Eric Adams always go for the race card and always reduce everything to color of skin, absolutely abandoning the righteous path to content of character. Shame on the racists. Well, on the topic of the value of the color of anything, let's talk about the color of money. And uh, your friend Anderson Cooper over there at CNN, Ted, um, his show is brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, they openly promote it. Um, Anderson Cooper makes $12 million a year. And uh, according to, this is according to Robert F. Kennedy in a recent uh, podcast that he uh, gave, um, Robert Kennedy Jr. says 80% of Cooper's $12 million annual salary, which is roughly $10 million, is paid directly by Pfizer. Um, and then, of course, Anderson Cooper goes on his show and promotes the safety and the necessity of the uh, COVID-19 vaccine that Pfizer was pushing. Now, of course, CNN and Pfizer have um, indicated that the facts aren't accurate here. I'm simply quoting Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. Um, but I don't know. Seems pretty obvious to me. What's your take, Ted? You know, the big pharma gangsters control all that media. I mean, even on Fox News, who we were hoping was a source of some truth, logic and common sense. And it is with Jesse Waters most of the time. I don't like his uh, uh, flippant attitude towards dangerous and critical issues. Uh, but he's a good cockroach spotlighter. So a big salute to Jesse Waters and a big salute to Sean Hannity. But they lost the number one cockroach spotlighter in the world, Tucker Carlson. And a big salute to Eric Bolding over there at Newsmax as well. He's doing God's work, identifying the cruelty, the criminality, the corruption, the tyranny, the abuse of power, the oath violations by so many in the U.S. government. But what we see here is just another manifestation of a cultural abandonment where Anderson Cooper has lost his soul and these big media tyrants, they're controlled by the dollars from Big Pharma. Big Pharma has poisoned our food. They poisoned our water. They're poisoning our, our, our fertilizers and our seeds. They're poisoning our drugs and our vitamins. They're in cahoots with the communist Chinese producing our, our seeds and our fertilizers and our, our prescriptions and our pharmaceuticals and our vitamins. Who the hell doesn't know this stuff. Well, Nugent's a radical. Yeah, I am a radical. I'm an extreme radical. I'm a radical extremist because I'm addicted to truth, logic, and common sense. And Anderson Cooper, I was on his show for three days in a row with my wonderful son Fleetwood numerous years ago. And we got along just great. But since then, Anderson Cooper has dived into the flushing toilet 
of soullessness. Anderson, shame on you. Clearly, you're being paid off by Big Pharma as their genocidal insanity is destroying lives with an experimental shot and a weaponized Wuhan virus that Dr. Fauci paid for with our tax dollars and telling people that the proven treatment of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine is not authorized when, in fact, it's saving people lives. Hey, Anderson Cooper, if anything Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is stating is anywhere near the truth, you, my friend... You have blood on your hands. Shame on you. Well, Ted, tomorrow night, I want to, it's the Friday free-for-all edition, of course, of the nightly nuge. Boy, I tell you, Whoopi Goldberg is uh, making news again. I want to find out, one, have you ever dealt with Whoopi personally and what you think of Whoopi? And I want to tell you what Whoopi thinks, if you didn't already know, of Donald Trump. I'll see you tomorrow night, Ted. You bet. Truth, logic, and common sense. It's stimulating. (laughs) 